Welcome to We Are Farmington, episode number 11. Today I'm going to talk about the self-care tip of cooking. Sometimes being in the kitchen gives such an amazing heartfelt feeling of joy just to create a meal for people that you love or for yourself, creating your favorite meal, or even baking. Um, My kids have been baking through this pandemic, trying new recipes that they want to try out. And it's just nice to have a special treat sometimes. So maybe within this week, you want to go in the kitchen, maybe be inspired by a meal that you love. Maybe try something new, try something baking something new and see how it makes you feel. Welcome back. Today I am with Lydia Moore. She was a teacher of students with autism for 12 years in Birmingham. She was at Oakland Schools as an early childhood special education consultant for eight years. And she has been with us in Farmington for three years as one of our special education supervisors. Thank you so much for being with me today, Lydia. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yes. And um, we were just talking before we hit record about um, pets at home. So you have a dog that is loving you at home, but wants to play with you all the time. (laughs) I do. I have a, he's a three-year-old bulldog, American bulldog. So he's like about a hundred pounds. His name's Hamilton. Um, And he definitely thinks the reason I'm home is to play all day. Um, so he hasn't quite figured out why the computer is more interesting than he is. And he's doing everything he can to try to be more interesting than the computer. Oh my gosh. How sweet. And it's a young dog. So definitely very playful. I'm sure. He is. He is. And yeah. he's, he's a sweet, loving little, well, not little, big. He's my yeah. sweet, loving big boy. Aww. <laughs> I love that. And I love the name. That's great. Um, So today we're going to talk about some social connection pieces and how important it is right now as we're staying at home, Um, especially since we've been staying at home and it's been extended for so long. So we started off thinking this was going to be a couple of weeks and now we're really going into a little over two months. Mm -hmm. So what are some ways that you have found staying connected? Yeah, you know, so I, um, my personality is um, strongly extroverted. So I find energy from people. I like to be around people. I think um, I am uh, my happiest when I'm just like in a crowd. So for me, this has been really difficult, um, but I, I try to find the positive in this. And so one of the things that I wanted to talk about today was um, I have taken advantage of some of these free trials, like a free trial of Zoom and, a, you know, um, and there's Skype and there's this these new apps out for, um, you know, video conferencing. And I've actually connected with um, friends, dear friends and former colleagues that I haven't um, 
really had time to connect with in a long time. And we have set up weekly Zoom meetings, right? So um, one of the people is a mentor. She is um, the reason I went into administration in special education. And um, she retired a few years back. And I haven't seen her since she retired. And now I get to see her every week on Zoom. And we get to connect. And I get to process some of this craziness that's going on with her. And so that's been amazing. And then I've done the same thing with my family that lives um, in Kentucky and North Carolina that I get to see if I'm lucky once a year. Mm-hmm. And we've set up kind of a regular, more like biweekly, um, you know, Zoom meetings just to connect as well. So for me, the silver lining in all of this has been taking this um, this time that could be very um, isolating for me and reaching out and connecting with people that maybe I've lost some of those connections with. And you bring up a great point. And I was just thinking about this last week when I was, um, FaceTiming with one of my friends from high school. Um, because typically, like you said, we're so busy. And for me, I'm going from work to a baseball game or driving to dance this time of year. And there's really no time to connect, but it's like 10 o'clock by the time we get home. And I'm so tired that it's time for bed and we start all over. Um, And so I was thinking that when I was having a conversation with her the other day about how maybe we would connect three times a year and we live in the same state. Mm -hmm. We're not far away from each other, but just the fact that our schedules are so busy. um, I love the idea of turning this into a positive way to have those connections that we typically wouldn't before. And so I'm wondering, have you thought about, because I've been thinking about this lately myself, like how, how do we intentionally keep that time in, like, how do we change our priorities when we go back to like our quote unquote routine or normal that we've had before all this happened? Yeah, I, I actually, there's, there's things that, um, that I'm making note that I want to hold on to. Right. And, and that's one of those things is, is there is no reason why we can't have a scheduled time. It can be a short little check-in time, but if we know it, it's on our calendars. Um, no reason why we can't keep that, that connection piece going. And I think, that's one thing that this whole um, shutdown um, move into technology is going to teach us is that we we need to utilize our technology to keep, keep us connected, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and not let the busyness of daily life um, stop us from being able to connect with those people who are important to us. So yeah, and I really I haven't thought about it. But I like that you said that you're making note of those things um, that you want to hold on to at this time. I, in my head, sometimes I'm like, oh, I haven't talked to Heather. I need to talk to Heather or, you know, different people. But I really should make a point of writing them down and making like a conscious effort of keeping that with me so I don't lose it. And it's not just in my head and it passes by. I really like that. 
Yeah, I think it's a it's a lot about priorities, right? And it's about um, I, I I don't know. I think uh, I think back. It was a couple of years ago. I was at like a PD, um, and the speaker had talked about when your to do list doesn't reflect your priorities, right? So he suggested t starting each day with your to do list, but the things on your to do list that are aligned with your mission and values, your priorities, make them really big. And then let the other things that have to be done that you have to check off mm -hmm. be smaller so that you don't forget to pay attention to the things that really do kind of drive you or feed you or, um, you know, keep you going. So I, that's what I'm trying to hold on to is like, there are things that I'm remembering or learning that I want to make sure I hold on to that really align with my priorities and my values and just trying to keep a hold of those. And some days that's great. And other days I'm still sitting around cranky that I can't go to the movie. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> some days are better than others. I think we're all like that. I almost said, it's funny that you brought up the movies because I was putting in a DVD the other day to my son and I was like, oh, we should go to the movie sometime. And then he looked at me like, really, mom? And I was like, it just came out and I didn't even think about it. Like, <laughs> I forgot the situation we were in. Sooner or later we'll be there. I know. I know. <laughs> so all, all those crazy things that you just don't think of. But I love, so you're, you mentioned another thing that I, I love and I'm going to hold on to is this whole values. So when I was going to my ed special, specialist program two, three years ago, and we had to make a list of um, our different values, like our top 10, and we had a list of work and home personal values that we um, held on to. And I love the whole idea of having some kind of a balance within your day, within your to-do list even, or those priorities. I've never thought of it like that, um, but I am definitely going to hold on to that. I love it. Yeah, um, that's something I've gone back to. when I If I start feeling overwhelmed or I start feeling like I'm kind of spinning in circles, I go back I, several times in my you know, life past couple of years, I go back to that and go, okay, what are my priorities? How is what I'm doing aligned with that? Um, and you know, sometimes often what I'm doing is aligned, but I don't, I haven't cognitively made that connection in a while. And so that right. becomes important. Nice. Yeah. I like it. And then you bring up another good point earlier when you said that there are so many cool tech tools out there to try right now. Um, yeah. Like, I mean, we've talked about it in some previous podcasts about the teacher tech tools, but really just for social connection. There are a ton of yeah. different ones out there. There are. And, you know, it, um, so my group of friends um, found like an app that, that they like, um, that we can all kind of get together and do a little video chat. And I think there's maybe like six people, six to eight people out on at one time. And you get a little message when somebody is on the app, you know. Um, oh. And so it's, you know, it's, so that kind of thing is just fun and it's novel. And um, I'm, I'm sure it's not in any way, shape or form secure for education, but it is great for social and it's yeah. fun. <laughs> I love it. I even saw um, 
I was in a meeting last week and I saw that Netflix had some type of a social connector. You all have to have a Netflix account, but you can okay. watch a movie together. Oh, that's cool. I've not yeah, seen so that. The, that is very I cool. forget what it was called now, but um, it came up in one of my meetings, but I thought it was pretty neat. Like talk about not being able to go to the movies, but you yeah. could like connect with somebody on a certain time that you're going to watch a movie together um, that way. So there's all kinds of cool things out there to try and experiment with and see what works and helps. I think there's even like ways to play like trivia games. Um, yeah. I have not done one yet, but I know a friend who um, she was, she participated in a large trivia game online and my brother played some virtual games. There's all kinds of cool mm -hmm. things that you can do to connect. All kinds of fun, interactive kinds of things. Yeah. yeah. And then even, even doing like those, you know, Fitbit challenges or whatever, those can be yep. really fun too. So um, yeah, lots of, lots of cool ways to stay connected, even if you can't yeah. be at a restaurant together, right? There's a lot you could still be doing. Yeah, I love it. And it's so, it's so important for us to keep those things up because it keeps our spirits up, mm -hmm. keeps us positive and all that. It's perfect. Absolutely. So, so for some of our students, Google Meets is our main form of connecting with our kids, but it really is not comfortable for all of them to participate in. Um, so what tips do you have for families who are struggling with their child or their children where Google Meets are not comfortable? Yeah. So, um, you know, one, the first thing I would say is, you know, for a lot of our kids, specifically some of our kids um, with, uh, with, you know, certain types of disabilities, just becoming very used to um, video conferencing is, is important. So one of our teachers um, who teaches students with autism had suggested to the parents to have um, like Skype meetings with the grandparents regularly. So that, you know, so this is, um, so this student, it was connecting them with their grandparents through this means, right? And so then that actually really helped when the teacher then came on because that kind of fear of, you know, what is this and, and um, you know, the, the novelty of it had, had kind of passed with, um, with family members that the kid was really uh -huh. close to. So that, that was a really good strategy. Another one of my teachers was sharing that what she did was just set up several short Google Meets that were completely social, just kind of a mm -hmm. hi, good to see you. And then, you know, step away um, from the screen for a little bit. And that was really helpful for the child. I think a lot of it is just, you know, some perse perseverance, making it fun, letting some of the scariness um, pass. Um, yeah. Then, of course, you know, there's always, um, there's always that piece of, you know, making sure that we're connecting with the um, with the parents. I was talking with one of our um, one of our birth to three service providers, and she was sharing that really the 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 parent is taking little video clips of her child um, doing the skills and working on things, and then sending them to the um, service provider, and then they're engaging in conversations with the parent. 
because you know, yes. like with a toddler, you're not really going to sit a toddler in front of a um, a computer and expect them to perform. That's not right. developmentally appropriate. And so, for a lot of our families, um, that might not be developmentally appropriate for the child. So, you know, doing little video clips and sending them back and forth can be really helpful. I like that. And for parents of really any age, um, if their child is not engaging to the degree that maybe other kids are, um, it's nothing to freak out about. Like it's, it's okay. Right. And little steps from what I'm hearing you say, like sometimes if you take things in little steps or break it down in little pieces, there will be more comfort as time goes on and then we'll reach a level of, of engage, of more engagement. But right now um, everybody's at a different space. And so we just need to just go, um, I guess I'd go at a different pace for some students and that's okay. We all understand, teachers understand. Yeah, absolutely. You know, when I think about like kit, like, kids, our, stu our students' age, um, technology is a lot, has been a lot of like play for them. And now mm -hmm. all of a sudden it's becoming school. And that can be really hard too. And so sometimes you start with someone where they're at and you slowly um, work to where you want to be. And I think that's probably what's going on with technology with a lot of our kids who can't or, or who are having trouble engaging. Um, yeah. you know, again, if, if technology has always been the fun place where I go to YouTube to watch a fun video, it's going to be hard that now I'm doing math or, you know, what have you. So yeah. I think that, um, yeah. recognizing that and making small steps is, will pay huge dividends. Yeah, I like that. And I was just um, having a little battle earlier um, with my son and technology in his classroom. <laughs> um, he's a middle schooler, doesn't love his face on the camera and would prefer not to be. And I was actually talking to another middle school parent of a boy um, that had a similar issue. And so, um, so, you know, some days he's fine with it and other days he's not. And so I guess, for all parents too. I just want to say hang in there. Hopefully, hopefully we'll have some some good days to go with the bad days, but I, we're all we're all in the middle of it right now. Um so and, you know, just I've, hang in there. I've taught college classes um online and I have to say that um you know, these are adults, many of them <laughs> with um, one degree and working on their masters and mm -hmm. there's days they turn their camera off and, you know, um, and there's days or weeks where they engage more than, than others. And these are people who chose to take online classes. So yeah. um, there's, you know, I think we just kind of have to recognize that we're not going to get um, nearly the same level of engagement, maybe, um, especially because again, it's still pretty new um, and it's, the novelty, the fun novelty has worn off, but, yeah. <laughs> but we're not, you know, um, as proficient maybe as, as we'd like to be. So we're kind of in that awkward, we're in that awkward stage right now of technology. Yes. 
Yes. And as the weather gets nicer, I'm sure it's going to be less interesting than it is now. Like, right now it's raining out. We can't really go outside, but when it's like 70, 80 degrees and we can be outside playing, yeah, it, it's going to be so much harder. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about this whole work home balance all in one spot now. And yeah. how, how is it? Is it easy? Is it difficult? You know, it's, it takes, um, it takes intentional routine setting, you know, um, I, I, I'm somebody who loves uh, routines and I do thrive on, you know, having a routine. And so this is different than work and it's different in that it is all in one space. You know, my commute is two minutes, not mm -hmm. even, my house isn't even that big. It's not even two minutes, if I'm being honest. Um, you know, um, that said, the work is always there. You know, it's not mm -hmm. like you just, you pack up and you leave the office. That's not, um, that's not the case either. And so um, I've had to be really, really intentional about setting some new routines, which I also rather enjoy. And one of them is that taking a good chunk of time in the morning to walk Hamilton, you know, um, mm -hmm. he walks, by the way, he thinks that's fabulous. Um, <laughs> he doesn't understand why it doesn't, you know, happen, you know, six or seven times a day, but you know, he's happy with the one, right. um, you know, and it's, it's also just um, recognizing that, you, you still have to take breaks during your day too. You know, it's very easy. I, I was probably about maybe three or four weeks ago. I looked at my calendar and it was like back to back Google meets from eight mm -hmm. until five. And um, while it's perfectly okay to be working those hours, it's not okay to not have any break in there. And I, I worry for some of you know the teachers when I look at some of the calendars if I'm trying to schedule a meeting or something I'm kind of blown away at wow you need to schedule some time like there has to be some balance and it is okay to walk away just today mm -hmm. I closed my computer and I sat and I ate lunch away from my computer I came back <laughs> the work will get done <laughs> um, yep. but uh I I do think that it's harder to walk away from the work when you're um when it's right there in front of you all day so that's important yeah i agree and there are some times that i have done the same thing where it gets to around this time and i'm like holy cow i've been in meetings back to back i might not get up to eat lunch i um and then sometimes I feel guilty because it's like two o'clock and I totally forgot to see if my kids eat lunch themselves. <laughs> um, luckily, they're older and they can make themselves something. Um, but at the same time, it like I don't know about you, but sometimes being in front of the computer all day, like sometimes my head hurts, mm -hmm. my eyes are sore. Like it's so much different than being in a meeting in person when you're like looking at people and interacting and looking at your computer every once in a while, now you're trying to look at faces and documents and everything. And it, it is straining on at least my eyes. Yeah. Um, 
I, I think so. And you know, that, that whole extrovert thing I was talking about earlier, that like not being able to kind of feed off of each other's energy is, um, mm -hmm. you know, it, online meetings are awkward at best. Um, yeah. You know, connections might not be great. You might end up talking over each other, not even realizing it. And that was one of the things um, I did come to terms with recently was um, I was getting exhausted with like, if I did have like a social, you know, we'd have a little social Zoom meeting or something. Well, if I had had Zoom or Google Meets all day, I I was dreading the even the social meetings, you know. Yeah. And so one of the things I found is really important is, you know, there needs to be a break in there. So even though this is a fun meet, give yourself a break because you don't you're still sitting in your chair. And I um I was had a plan to meet up with a friend, uh, you know, to do a Zoom meeting. And she texted me and said, Hey, I'm gonna go for a walk. Can we just talk on the phone? I'm like, that's brilliant. Like, yes, phone is not new technology, Lydia, but you know, <laughs> yes, yes. I also want to leave my house and walk while we talk, yeah. you know? Um, so sometimes it's going back to the old school strategies too. <laughs> yeah. Which is, I mean, that's a great point. And I think you were talking about the Fitbit earlier. Um, I have an Apple Watch and every once in a while it tells me to stand. Sometimes it tells me to breathe. <laughs> all good reminders that, you know, it's time to take a break and to step away. And I think you're right. It is important to say it's okay. Like I need a break. It's okay. Even if it's five or 10 minutes to change location. I know sometimes if I have back-to-back -back meetings, I just get up and walk out of my room and walk downstairs for a minute, just so like my, I have a break from the scenery that I'm in front of yeah. the whole day. Great point. Yeah. Yeah. I um, find sometimes like if I have 20 minutes, I might get up and like do dishes or something like that's something I obviously wouldn't be doing during the work day if we were yeah. together. But if, you know, if I have a little break, just doing something that is mindless, right? Yes. Um, And not yep. in front of a screen is really valuable. <laughs> Right. And it's just a little thing, but it could just give your mind the break that it needs. I love it. So I am, I have three questions that I ask at the end or three sentences that um, I say the first part, and then I'd like you to repeat. And then okay. after we do that, I'm going to give a quick summary. So the first sentence is, I am grateful for. I am grateful for uh, the connections that I have with um, with my family, my friends, and my colleagues. Um, I'm really grateful that I'm in Farmington right now. I have great minds that I work with and get to collaborate with, and so I'm I'm really grateful for all of those people in my life. Yes, great. <laughs> I'm learning. I'm learning how to balance. Um, I know I, I, like I said, I have routines and I'm working on, on developing new routines, um, but I'm learning to 
balance and learning to let go of some things I don't have control over. And that is, I'll let you know when I get there. I'm yeah. <laughs> let me know when you do and what tips you have for that. Because <laughs> I would love to know. <laughs> um, I find peace in. Um, well, I find peace in knowing that we are all, um, we're all working through this time um, at our own rate and our own pace. And um, I just find peace in being able to connect with people, um, even if it is at a distance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. So it's just good to know that they're out there, right? Yeah. Exactly. And they're and and we're all kind of feeling similarly or yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so there are so many key pieces that I'm gonna take from this that I hope other people um listening are going to as well. But I'm gonna summarize some of the things that I have written down. And Lydia, if there's anything you want to add, please feel free to um add anything. But really looking at the positive side of this, um, reconnecting with values and um, the importance of social connections at this time, and how there are so many different ways to connect, and there are free trials um, for technology on the computer and around the phone um, that you can connect with other people from um, wherever they are. And really, um, I love that you said, um, making a note of what to hold on to in this time. So really, as you're looking at your values and your priorities, some of the things that you typically wouldn't have been able to do because of your schedule, um, making notes of what are those things that you're really enjoying to do that you weren't doing and I'm holding on to those um, as we go back uh, to um, not staying at home, or <laughs> I don't, I don't want to say our normal. I don't know what it's called, but you know, going right. back into another routine. I guess I would say, yeah, um, maybe some old previous I, routines and, and taking right. new routines and previous routines and blending them. Right, because yeah. I mean, I just imagine like we're gonna go into another new normal. It's not gonna be back to exactly how it was, regardless. Right. So. Right. Um, and then um, when you are writing your to-do to list, um, reflecting on those priorities and values as well, and really finding the balance of your to-do list and how it is connected to your values and priorities. Understanding that there are obviously things that just are must-dos that have to be done for whatever reason with your job or whatnot. But um really reflecting and making sure that there are other pieces sprinkled in there that connect to your values is what I heard. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And, and remembering sometimes some of the things that feel tedious do connect to our, you know, yes. greater purpose. We just have to remind ourselves of that. That's a very good point. Yes. <laughs> and then um, Google Meets, obviously is a great way for us to connect with our students at this time, but it's not always the most comfortable for right. all of our students, but some ways to get students more engaged, um, having, making it fun. I love that the idea of 
um, having some virtual meetings with family members or people that they're close to to get into the rhythm of what it feels like to be on a virtual meeting. Um, so you mentioned Skype, but that could be FaceTime. It could be a Google Meet. It could be all kinds of things. Um, but just making sure that they get used to like their faces on the screen and seeing other faces on the screen, things like that. Um, and then um, not to panic. So if it's taking a while, that's okay. Just be patient, taking it small, simple steps to just get used to um, a new mode of learning. Absolutely. I think, I think that's what we always do, right? We meet kids where they are and then we, we bring them along and we scaffold mm -hmm. the, the learning and this is no different. So yes, absolutely. absolutely. And then um, with this whole work home balance, finding new routines. So the routines that we had um, adjusting those to fit um, within our day, but I love the great reminder and I need to remind myself of this all the time but to take breaks, allow yourself to take breaks, even if it's to wash the dishes or put in laundry or change a room, like just walk back and forth something to just get yourself away from a screen for a little bit and then to come back, even if it's just a couple minutes. Um, just take some space. And um, I love the idea of like the walking and even checking with somebody if you're supposed to have a connection, maybe they'll talk on the phone and have uh -huh. that meeting versus sitting in front of the computer. And it doesn't hurt to suggest if it's something that you feel like you need to get up and move, that person may also need to get up and move as well. I may appreciate yeah, that. Like, yeah. Um, and then, I mean, through this, we've been talking about social connections, but I think that is definitely a way to find balance as well. So it's staying connected with people um, that we care about is definitely a way to help us find some healthy balance in, um, in our life as well. So, yeah, absolutely. It's, um, you know, you, it's different than it was before and you might have to be more mindful and more planful, but still, um, really important, maybe now more than ever. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So Lydia, I love, having conversations with you but this was like this was so great and i i love this because i always get some new tips that i can hang on to and so um there are definitely some things that are going to go into my routine and my organization um starting tomorrow from our conversation so i really appreciate you coming on and speaking to me it means a lot yeah, thank you. I I love that I love that you're doing this. This is even, you know, another way to um, get to know the people we work with every day a little bit better, right? That's when uh -huh. I heard, heard your podcast. I'm like, oh, I love that. I love getting to know people a little bit better. So Me too. <laughs> Me too. Thank Very, you so much. Yeah, thanks. This was good. This was fun. Thank you so much for listening to this episode with Lydia and I. I hope you were able to process and reflect on some of your experiences with social connections at this time. Thank you so much for joining me through this whole series too. And we are closing at the end of the school year. 
and we will put a hold right now for the rest of this podcast, but we may join again next year. Thank you and have a wonderful summer. I'm wishing you all well.